This is 680 CJOB. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the weekend and welcome to the main ingredient. And how about them Jets? It's crazy. No matter what the topic is of any show on this radio station right now, you got to mention the Winnipeg Jets. I love them no matter what, but man, I am really loving them right now. As for the main ingredient today, I have three guests in studio here to talk about their company called Ready Meal Solutions. So guys, let's talk about what it is and why it was created, and then we'll talk about its creators. Uh, well, Ready Meal Solutions is uh, is kind of exactly that, what it's, uh, what it's named. We are uh, a meal delivery service that is uh, an online order system um, where we uh, rotate the menu, we, or pardon me, we change the menu every single week and have eight different options on it. Um, the whole focus behind Ready is the fact that we wanted to give people uh, a healthy, convenient way to eat. Okay, so we always use, um, you know, me and Sean are, uh, are, are chefs by trade. Tracy uh, and myself have owned restaurants in the past. Uh, so we're no, you know, newcomers to this uh, food service world. Um, but what we really wanted to do was... You know, create a, a a meal delivery system that was convenient, super healthy, made with whole foods, and kind of introduce this to to Winnipeg. So that's kind of how it all sort of started in a nutshell. I mean, there's a little bit more to it than that. All right, of course. Okay, so let's introduce ourselves. Let's let's introduce ourselves. Who we are and what role we play in this uh, ready meal company. We'll start with you, Sean. All right. So uh, <laughs> I'm, Sean. I'm, I'm awake over here. I'm awake. I promise. Absolutely. Yeah. No. My name is Sean. Um, and essentially, I, I guess I'm, I'm the youngest of the group, right? Your baby. Uh, but, you know, Thanks like for a rubbing that years. in. <laughs> just, just, just a couple years. <laughs> just a couple years. Um, and essentially what I'm bringing to the table is, um, well, time spent as a research and development chef with Red River College, right, uh, where I specialized in product development and, and co- consultation. Um, and I, I'm also bringing kind of a photography flair to uh, to the business as well, mm-hmm. which you can find on our Instagram. Yes, I noticed that. That's mm-hmm. how I noticed it, right? Oh, it's nice. It's good. Tracy, your turn. My name is Tracy Bailey, and as Gordon mentioned, we uh, are kind of veterans in this whole hospitality and restaurant industry, and we just want to do something a little different. So, uh, hence Ready Meal Solutions. And my role is kind of logistics and trying to keep these two boys in line. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a full-time job in itself. And I really do not get paid (laughs) enough. No. (laughs) And uh, my name is Gordon Bailey, a.k.a. G. Moolah. And um, kind of what I bring to the team, well, first of all, I'm the oldest. And I bring sort of uh, a vision, I believe. Uh, I'm the spitballer, the dreamer. Um, we're all very creative people in our own right, um, but I kind of sort of have this um, pie-in-the-sky sort of uh, outlook to things. And, and I always try and dream big and, and try and have the, the group really look at things, you know, in a different perspective than they normally would. So it's a lot of fun. It's it's kind of like, you know, I, I not I come up with ideas, but we, we come up with the ideas and, and then we take it as far as we can. And then we try to, you know, put that into something that is a realistic package that we can offer to customers. So you're the guy that throws the ideas out, throw them all out there. 
and then these two have to execute. That is, well, we all execute, but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely throw a lot of the ideas out there. Um, not to say that the, the ideas come from me solely. We all right. have a ton right. of input, mm -hmm. um, but I just kind of throw it, and a lot of times what happens is, you know, I'll throw out ideas that really, truly aren't realistic and will not work, but then when we filter and decipher and strain it, it actually becomes something that, is tangible and something right. that we can yeah. use. I was going to say, we don't necessarily are, have to execute them. We have to dial him back and make it realistic. <laughs> that's where, that's our role. Gordon, pigs really can't fly, but okay? I, <laughs> oh, but they can, can't they? <laughs> 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 but, At the but, same time, Sean th thinks really big, too. So, <laughs> But I'd yeah. say that's like, it's super, super important, right? Because mm -hmm. being creative, throwing out those ideas is really how you're going to come upon those like odd solutions. This is a big brain dump. You throw everything in there, throw it out there, and then just, you yeah. know, you, you grab the things that actually will work and, you know, you, you kind of talk it through. Right? Exactly Absolutely. Right. And if you filter too hard and you filter too much and too often, you're not going to get to those really creative solutions. Right. Right. And that's kind of what we pride ourselves on doing, right, is coming up with a new way of doing something. Right. A lot of times people will go, well, oh, no can't be done no one's doing that like no one's ever done that which kind of limits you to what you actually can do N new things aren't going to come from old ideas right absolutely mm -hmm. um yeah, you know what you can't be uh, scared to fall either you know we've, we've <laughs> done some ideas that totally have not worked and that's how we learn you know we, we go through those little stumbling blocks and and uh, that's how we can then make the adjustments and uh, the corrections that we need to to make it work right yeah. we never give up that's that's the one thing with us as a as a group we do not give up we just, like, if something needs to be reworked, we rework it. We don't just, you know, throw it in the trash bin and say, oh, okay, that was a bad idea. You know, if it's a good one, we really want to hold on to it, we figure out a way to make it work. Right. Yeah, it's trial and error. Trial and error. 100%. Because yeah. as much as we've been in this business and the restaurants and hospitality, what we're doing now is definitely different and definitely has it brought a learning curve with it, which is not a bad thing. You always have to keep learning and doing something new. A restaurant, not that it's easy, but it's something we do know and that we are familiar with. So this is definitely a, a different project for us, for sure. Okay, so where did you guys run restaurants before and why the change? Like what, what made uh, you change? We lived on the East Coast and basically all of our family and friends, well, I guess we you have guys are from friends here, though, there. We're originally right? from Manitoba. And Sean, so you're from here. And, and Sean is right? as well, well, yeah. Not born, but raised. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, we were on the East Coast. Uh, seafood, Gordon wanted to cook seafood. That took us out there a long time ago. 17, 18 years we spent there. And then it was just time to come home to family, get close to everybody again. And it brought us home. Yeah, in my e early years of, uh, of cooking, um, I wanted to go and experience, you know, where does seafood come from? Because in Manitoba, sure, we got great lake fish. Um, but as far as, you know, halibut, lobster, oysters, mussels, clams, scallops, uh, I wanted to see where that actually came from. So it was like, hey, you know what, Tracy, let's pack up the pickup truck and we're driving out to the East Coast. It was kind of a weird sort of harebrained maneuver at the time. Um, but in retrospect, completely paid off. It was only going to be for one year. Mm -hmm. Uh, we fell in love with the, you know, the people, the culture, the the pace of life, and of course, you know, 100% the the product that, uh, you know, you can get from the island, seafood wise and agricultural wise. Gordon, Tracy, and Sean from Ready Meal Solutions are my guests today on the main ingredient, and we will return after a short break to fill you in with more of what this meal subscription service company is all about. Be right back. Gordon, Tracy, and Sean are the creators of Ready Meal Solutions here in Winnipeg, which creates single-serve meals delivered right to your door. I'm wondering how the three of you met. Well, that's that's basically how we met, Sean. I'll let you take this one. Yeah, so yeah, that's actually kind of a funny story. So 
I was originally in uh, in university taking sciences. Uh, and Here then, in Winnipeg? Yeah, yeah, in Winnipeg, okay. actually, at uh, the University of Winnipeg. And uh, over time, I started cooking more and more, and I found I, I really enjoyed it, right? I enjoyed the science aspect of it. I enjoyed the creative side. There's and a lot of science to it that people don't realize, right? It's, it's actually insane. Mm-hmm. It really is. Uh, and I always tell people that the point where I really knew that I had to make the switch was when I was sitting in organic chemistry class reading cookbooks about the science of cooking, <laughs> yeah. you know, not paying attention. But anyways, essentially, so I decided I want to switch, make the switch to cooking, and uh, I need to learn how to cook, right? So I, I enrolled at the Culinary Institute of Canada in PEI, and as I was doing my research about Prince Edward Island, right, I figured, hey, the best way to learn is always to find a job, right? So as you do, you start doing some research, you start looking at restaurants, and it just so happened that Gordon Tracy had the, I believe, the highest Zagat-rated restaurant on the East Coast for food. So I said, I, I have to try this place out, right? I end up, you know, going, eating their food, right? Stalking it, them, yeah, yeah, I get it. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> hey, sometimes it pays Gotta do what you gotta do, bro. <laughs> Here we um, are, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, I ended up, ended up meeting Gordon Tracy, uh, applying for a job there, spending some time with them. And as soon as we found out he's from Manitoba, he's in. Isn't that weird when you meet like, people like, from, from Manitoba, Manitoba outside of Manitoba? You want to meet chef? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they scooped me up. I worked with them for two mm. years. Yeah. Two yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. Before heading off to uh, to the West Coast in BC to, to do some work there. And then one day I was riding my bicycle and Gord gave me a call and said, Hey, Sean, do you want to come back to Winnipeg? And I said, Yes. So you're in BC net when he makes that call? Yes, yeah. And they're still in PEI? No, we actually had uh, since made the transition back to uh, to Manitoba. We were going to be opening a restaurant here. Right. Uh, Full-service restaurant was the, the game plan. Basically move what one of our last restaurants was on the island and move it here. But you know what? I started teaching at the uh, Red River College, the culinary program. And um, that kind of took up a lot of my time. So, you know, we weren't able to really find a space that we really fell in love with. So we wanted to, we had the itch to get, you know, back into the food service business, cooking for people. And so we decided to do a pop-up restaurant, mm-hmm. which is kind of like, you know, they're pretty popular right now. For sure. Or have been in the last little yep. while. So uh, I, I decided to put the A-team together again. So I was throwing out phone calls. I called up. Uh, <laughs> hang on, hang on. So you're Mr. T? Yeah, yeah. Mr. T. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so me and Murdoch, we uh, <laughs> we cop in a chopper, and uh, I'm making some calls. <laughs> so I called uh, some of the the old crew, right? I, I had uh, this one gentleman that uh, worked with us, Spenny Smith. He was a fabulous uh, bread maker. Uh, Sean was a was a fabulous all around, uh, you know. Uh, great person in the kitchen so we called up these team members and we said hey let's throw together a you know a whole restaurant sort of pop-up style thing here in Winnipeg and um, well I guess you got the call Sean and Sean I, I convinced him to come back as he was riding his bike as he was riding his bicycle <laughs> he could have went the other direction but he came back, <laughs> came back. we all come back yeah huh? yeah. <laughs> yeah so we did this uh, this pop-up series restaurant called uh, Central and uh, quite honestly it it flew off like a lot quicker than we thought. Mm-hmm. You know, we uh, we did some good 
you know, social media advertising for it. Uh, this is where Sean started to really get the flair for photography and for doing uh, different artwork on uh, on the computer. And, you know, lo and behold, before we knew it, we were selling out uh, 40-seat nights, Saturdays and uh, Sundays, um, every single weekend. And what was cool about that one was it was a cross-Canada journey. That's how the whole thing started. We had to have a concept. We always want to have some sort of, uh, I don't want to say theme, but we have to have some sort of drive behind us, some initiative. Sure. Mm-hmm. And we, we decided, let's do this cross-country thing. So we started off, we did a whole dinner that was themed around the East Coast, the Maritimes, and Newfoundland. And then we also did, uh, which would have been the Shield, the Prairies, and into the West Coast. And those four were kind of the original slated, you know, that was the the journey. But it had taken off so well that we are like, okay, now what? So we, we decided to keep coming up with more of these sort of, you know, themes, if you will. And then we ended up doing Expo 67, mm. the Royal Rail Tour of 1939, which was yep. super dope. That was one of my faves. <laughs> uh, yep. Oh, the Group of Seven Painters. So oh, all these things. <laughs> yeah, all this, um, you know, all this food that we were creating for this was was basically derived from some inspiration of what theme we were doing. Mm-hmm. So if it was the Rail Rural Tour, we did all our research on it as far as what menus were being served at that time. What were they serving on the train at that time to like the Queen? Um, we also, for all the Expo 67, we looked at all the different chefs that came into Canada, ended up staying in Canada um, during that time period. That's super interesting. It's interesting because you guys decided to do food based on Canadian history. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was super Instead Canadiana. of from somewhere else. It's kind of neat. Yeah. And I think that's what, uh, you know, got us so enthralled in it is because as you started digging deeper and peeling back the layers, you started learning more about, like, you know, Canada's food right. culture and what, you know, truly we have mm-hmm. as an identification for, uh, for our food. And um, So that, that spiraled because... so. We were doing awesome with those, but working all the time, we said, you know what, if we're doing all this, we will never find a brick and mortar space for our spot. Right. So we kind of put those to rest and we started out on the hunt for what was going to be the restaurant. And then we didn't find the space that we loved, but the guys ended up coming upon a small space and they said, well, we couldn't do a real full service restaurant out of here. What could we do? And that's kind of when they started spitballing the idea of <laughs> <laughs> of like yeah of of packages of meal kits of things like that and then in the end we ended up getting a big warehouse to do all this in but that's how the idea first came upon us it's time for a break to talk about sports news and then the weather then back to the show to find out more about ready meal solutions with gordon tracy and sean so why don't you go get a bevy and then come right back Welcome back to The Main Ingredient, everyone. I'm here with Gordon, Tracy, and Sean from Ready Meal Solutions, and you guys are in a warehouse. How does the first place you choose to do business become a warehouse? We're, like, cruising around uh, the exchange, and we found this, like, I want to say it was, what, like a shoebox, man, like 400 square feet? Yeah, yeah. You know, with... uh, For a million dollars. Yeah, well, and no (laughs) seating or anything like that, and and this is where, like, that crazy vision of mine sometimes comes in. I was like, oh, okay, well, it doesn't work, but, you know, maybe we can do something like... And it was like, you know what, kind of into fitness, kind of into, like, the, you know, the sort of the health food scene a little bit. I was like, well, why don't we start jamming on some, like, menu options that, you know, people can get, and they don't necessarily come to our restaurant, rather we take it to them. So it kind of started off in that, and then we really molded and shaped the clay um, as that idea started to take a little bit of uh, blooming. And yeah, we realized, you know what, if we're going to do this, 400 square feet is not going to be enough. Mm-hmm. 
So we started looking at warehouse space. And this is before we even like, we know what the concept is, but we don't totally know what the concept is. <laughs> but let's look for warehouse space. <laughs> well, we need, now we need a bigger and better. <laughs> space. Yeah. Tall ceilings, yeah. So then uh, we started looking at a lot of places within, uh, within the city and uh, nothing was really, you know, speaking to us. So we took a little rip out uh, into East St. Paul, uh, which is just outside the city. We figured, mm -hmm. hey, it's still got the arterial highways for all the deliveries that we got to do. And there was a brand new complex going up there. And 1,600 square feet uh, was kind of just that size that really looked like we could grow with this. I mean, was it a little It's a house. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we might. Well, I wouldn't mind living there. Actually, it's co quite nice. It's a full commercial kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Build a mezzanine, and I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know what? We we uh, we wanted to make sure we had space to grow because mm. usually what happens is and this isn't to be egotistical or anything like that. It's when we, the three of us, put our minds to something, it works, or we'll make it work. Mm -hmm. um, so we figured, why go small right away? You know, the last thing we want to do is sign a lease, do three years in a in a small itty bitty spot that we outgrow within a few months. Mm -hmm. So we figured, you know what, let's uh, take the plunge this way. we got enough space that we can keep growing and, and adding to this business. When, you know what, the way we work, it's funny because at, at the start, and it still is very much based around the meal plan, meal service business, um, but we've totally become into our, our, our namesake of being a you know meal solution. Uh, we can offer photography for clients. Um, we can do like different events out of the space. So it's kind of grown into a lot more than what we even had anticipated. Which is nice. Like you said, you have the space, so the ideas can grow in exactly that space. Right. Exactly. exactly. Right? Um, how do you guys come up with a name? Pretty obvious, but it's not spelled the same way. So It's uh, not, because I could never do anything easy. So uh, when we had Central, we liked the name Central because of where we're situated and restaurants and all that is just kind of like becomes the center of of everything and the nucleus and kitchens and then um but we had to spell it phonetically just to make it different so then when we were thinking of a name for what this new business was going to be we just said oh it's kind of like ready it's just going to be ready for you it's going to be fully cooked it's fully prepared it's ready and we're like what does that look like phonetically and then that was it so Ready phonetically. R E D E. With a macron. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you guys have a, like your your personalities are so different that if you come up with an idea that you all actually agree on, it's easy to move forward because you know it's kind of like well we've all kind of weighed in on it, so Absolutely. we're all agreeing. Let's let's just move, right? Yeah, yeah I'd say that's pretty fair. Yeah, that's very fair. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. we are so different, so we all bring a piece here and a piece there, and then if something does totally. That's awesome. I like right. that. Me too. Right. So it's like, okay, let's Done. go. Done. Like, yeah, it's right. written in stone. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, and especially with like this type of business, we all look at it from different angles. You know, even on just like the food side, like the, the you know, the recipe development, yep. uh, we all look at it quite differently. Like Sean eats a certain way, Tracy eats a, a certain way, I eat a certain way. Um, we both cook, me and Sean, very similar in the way that we've been classically trained. Um, but we both also have different... I would say specialties that uh, we sort of concentrate on, you know, things that we're both like technically very good at. Got it. Let's talk about the the service itself. Let's talk about the business. Like, how does it work? So, how it works is uh, people can go on to our website, and we have an online ordering system. Uh, on a weekly basis, as Gordon mentioned, we change our menu. So there's always something new for people to see and order, and then they order the package package or the meals that they want. So we always have uh, different protein dishes, different uh, vegetarian options. 
We always have an oats. Gord's crazy about oats, so there's always a fancy oats to order. It's only five and ways. people place an order uh, by Sunday night, and they receive it on the following Sunday, all in an insulated box. Uh, it's all in vacuum uh, sealed pouches, so it's really easy to to work with. You can either take it out, put it in a microwave, and warm it up that way, or they can be submerged in simmering water, warm them up like that, and they keep fresh in the fridge for a solid week at least. My mom loved the packaging. I brought awesome. it home. She's like, hey, I, you know, it's out. funny because I know Sean definitely probably wants to talk about this. Um, <laughs> is, is that your brainchild? <laughs> how it looks? Is that you, the creative you one? Say it was a collaboration. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, total collab. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but he definitely likes the backpack pouches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well here's the, the the funny thing. You know, our packaging is very unique in a sense that it comes with a lot of pros a lot of capabilities um like i you know tracy had mentioned all of our food is fully prepared it's just ready to reheat and eat um, but we put them in these uh, vacuum sealed pouches so what is great is that they are very space efficient they stay fresh for an extreme amount of time um you know they're easy to stack in your fridge you know in the crisper or yeah. you know like lay, lay, lay them flat in the bottom of the fridge they don't leak right you know they're easy to just you can take one i was afraid they were going to leak them like because I, I didn't you know I, I don't know you guys i don't know the product i don't know how it's packed yeah looks pretty cool i stuffed them in there and they were yeah good to go every time yep. no leaking no nothing yep. yeah and, and that's the great thing is like you can just like throw one in your bag not have to worry about it you know if you're taking it to work or taking it to the beach or taking it anywhere you're going and, but it seems weird it's in a bag but it works yeah right yeah. yeah. And then this is where I know Sean wants to weigh in on something is like what we've found is we've actually gotten better through the packaging that we use as cooks. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Go. <laughs> well, absolutely. Right. So so I think that definitely our packaging is one of the things that sets us apart. Right. But at the same time, it was a challenge, right? It was something new, something that we hadn't experienced or worked with before. But I really think that... Um, that challenge is kind of what helped us grow the skill set to create something that in our market is is new and unique, right? So it's essentially what it is, right? Is it's it's this pouch, mm-hmm. right? But it comes with, as Gord said, all of these advantages, right? And one of them is the ease of cooking because you can just essentially simmer it in boiling water. The other one is yeah, that, that's gravy. I like that. Absolutely. The other one is that it stays extremely fresh, right? So you can have it for this full week span and there's mm-hmm. nothing's going to happen to it right but right? yeah the one that you're eating on day one you're kind of afraid that maybe day five is not going to hold very well but yeah it does right? yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. and one of the things that um i think we get a lot of new customers saying is, is like wow is is this little box everything right and and it is because with most meal prep companies right you're basically getting this massive box it's you know 50 or 60 percent full of air because of the containers that are being used whereas we're offering a a solution that's more space efficient that's easier to work with right that ultimately is even more like ecologically sustainable because we are able to use less packaging so i think overall uh, i think it was worth worth the effort we put into it was that on purpose like, did you come across the idea to package like that on purpose? Or was it, you know, you, you, you thought of well, different ways and tried that out and it just seemed to work really well? I, I, I'm going to be completely 100% honest on this. And that is that if you talk to any chef and you vacuum seal food, it just looks sexy. Like, you just think, like, <laughs> you 
just think like you take. I like, want that sexy. Yeah, you, you, s- you should see these two. Like, look how good this looks in the power. <laughs> oh, Sean, did you see this? And I'm like, it's like just you? box it up, boys, and gone. Like, it's gotta go. Are you kidding me? They're like, no, this looks really good. Yeah, like the backpack machine upon <laughs> delivery when it came, it got unwrapped like faster than a Christmas morning. Oh, and yeah. we were vacuuming everything. We didn't, we didn't even have food at that time to vacuum seal. We're just like, hey, give me a pencil, man. I want to vacuum seal this thing. Look how cool this pencil looks, man. Try it with an eraser, Sean. Boys and their toys. We never grow up. More about Ready Meal Solutions when the main ingredient returns after the break. Welcome back to the main ingredient. I'm Kevin Bergen. Before the break, Gordon from Ready Meal Solutions was letting us all know the joy they feel when they vacuum seal things. Anything. Everything. Yeah, but what happened though is like you know we we did have the f- you know the foresight to think that yeah this is going to keep it fresher this is going to be like you know very ergonomically good to uh, to store, um, but what it also came with was the challenge of of now you're having to to make it make sense in the pouch that it's in. So then ev- some things don't go in that pouch. Well, you know what? Some yeah, our, our cooking has always had to sort of adapt to you know the method in which we are packaging it, right. um, not in a bad way, but just in a way that we had to overcome some some hurdles in the first stages to be mm-hmm. okay. These ones are primo for this, and then we also like we put a lot of of emphasis on on you know certain things, and one of them is you know the ease of edibility and the ease of cooking it right, and then also we want them to make sure that when they're doing this at home and they take it out of the pouch that it looks really remarkably good. Like, so now we're actually having to really think about, okay, so what layers do we do? How are we like putting this, you know, into our, our packaging system so that when the customer gets it in like, like how it comes out. Exactly. Upside down. Yeah. What's on top. You know oh. what I mean? It's like, did you guys ever package oh, something and then you dump it on and realize, no, that's not right. Yep. We, well, really? yeah, but we can't, but we grasped onto that very quickly. So like, there's definitely a formula now that we all know, but like there, we definitely had those moments of like, oh, whoops, that's up. That's not what. Relatively not quickly. <laughs> relatively quickly. I'm the, I Jason was, was, was weeks. Jason was weeks. It sounded like it was like overnight. It was like, things upside down. Bing. It was kind of, it was kind of more like, <laughs> Here's another one. And then <laughs> I'm getting a beer. Let's yeah. Um, and then yeah. It, it, so we did finally get to the you know the the right system where yeah of course like when you're eating like say a beautiful you know a ro- aromatic chickpea curry with uh, basmati rice that Sean makes, um, you're not going to want to have the rice come out on top. You want to have the rice as the bed, right? Right. So it's just these little things that you, like, once we do figure them out, sometimes you're like, oh, my God, like, no doubt, that's how you should do it. But it yeah, but you don't us, think of that. Like, I would no. never think of, I would never think that you thought of the yeah. order of things that go in that bag. Right. I would have thought that you just put it in the bag. Yep. And I'm dumping no. it out. No. Yep. Oh, you should see the process. No, it's, yeah. Well, that's kind of what it comes down to, right? It's we're putting in all of this work so that when it comes to the customer, it's easy as can be. Right. And it looks and right. That you it's got to look appealing. Have to think about that stuff. Right. We did. For yeah, we want it to look toy, you know? Of course. <laughs> yeah, I got you. You guys seem open to a lot of ideas. Like, you don't seem like you would ever close off any idea that would be a good idea. No, exactly. I'm still thinking about maybe going to Mars. Nice. Can I come? Oh, sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Have fun. <laughs> I'll stay here. No, I'm kidding. I'd never go to Mars. But, you know, yeah, I, I appreciate you saying that because, yeah, we. We do try to keep a, a pretty open mind, and what we've you know totally realized with uh, Ready Meal Solutions is that the food service world is very, very large, and it's ever growing, and people tend to need either help with uh, cutting down on time, cooking at home, 
or what we've found in the recent little uh, you know past here is is other food service operations you know coming and talking to us about ways that we can streamline their food production or assist in their food production. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're like that was not necessarily the the goal or uh, it's a huge compliment though it, it is and and uh to be partnered with some people that we have recently uh with uh you know you know sort of like the branding and the reputation that they have we're thrilled speaking of collaboration and partnering and that kind of stuff right you guys have partnered with total, total package fitness what tpf well to- total package fitness is uh is a group that we have just started a collaboration with and they're um, a fitness organization run by JT and Alex Gilmore. And what they do is they have these sensational 12-week boot camps that garner the craziest results for their clients. Um, but in order to do so in the fitness industry, anyone that works out you know, will, will agree, you can work out and all that time you put in the gym, if you don't back it up with what you put in your body fuel-wise, you're not going to get the results that you want. Right. It seems like common sense, but it's not. Exactly. Right. right? Sometimes you, you like, have to control control both for a client. Right? Yeah. Oh, I went to the gym. You know what? Now I can eat a burger. No, that's not you know, the case And then you come back the, the next day and you have like zero energy because you just ate crap and all the stuff that you did the day before really didn't matter. So you're not getting the results. It's all... Yeah. And I mean, everything's in moderation. It's right. not like you have to eat total clean 100% of the time. Right. But you can't eat a burger every day. No. Yeah. So they, they do these boot camps uh that are 12 week challenges like i said get amazing results and uh they want to partner up with somebody that could produce uh the meals that would help these participants get the results they wanted um so we jumped at the opportunity and now we're making uh these approved meal plans from their guidelines of what they want to see their clients consume as far as like fats carbs and proteins and um, yeah, they can sign up for this the the one week uh, at a time, or even do like the whole twelve week challenge that goes along with the boot camp. The so. whole food thing incorporated with the workout thing is is nice because again, the whole science thing with behind working out and I got to eat this at this time. Well, you know, I don't have to worry about that. It's in the bag. Yeah, mm-hmm. like literally. I'm yeah. just gonna just just give me the stuff. Where I go. No, and, and you know what? That's that's a funny thing too. Like I, I do go to the gym quite frequently. Oh, you and, can't tell. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> and, uh, Not at all. <laughs> and that's the number one question I get from a lot of people is they're like, "Okay, listen, like, like what do you do to like remain at a certain thinness or a certain body fat percentage or like what's the what's the you know what's the golden secret?" I'm like, you know what? It's all what's in your diet, like. So that, that, you know, is a natural fit, you know, the diet and working out. So it became a real natural fit for us to create the food for a program like this. Yeah. And I think that people are really appreciative when they can get the health aspect and they don't have to compromise on flavor. Right. It's huge. Basically, we wanted to eliminate, you know, every single possible, you know, aspect of work for the customer because times these days are busy. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Honestly, we're not about not reconnecting with, you know, people at the table. By all means, we, we have a lot of families that order from our from our service. And uh, they just order in quantities where instead of, like, having it for a lunch or a single dinner, um, they're going to, you know, um, basically get enough to, uh, to feed the family for that night. So they're still around the table, still connecting, 
but we understand that you know what life is so busy right now but I, I just don't want to take time, the time to cook it doesn't exactly. mean I'm not going to sit down and no, eat it exactly. with my family yeah. I actually have more time to sit down and eat with the family because I didn't have to, have to cook it. right precisely yeah. you know so it's yeah. not it's not separating anybody it's probably yeah. bringing them together right yeah I got to give you guys some kudos I went on your website and I think it looks fantastic Sean you did a lot of the work on that Thank yeah you. no he yeah. did a, a very large portion of it as mm-hmm. far as his functionality and, uh, you know, customer interfacing with it. And you got it too, right? Because if you lose them there, then they're never coming back. Yeah. Yep. No, exactly. Um, so, you know, Sean put a lot of work into that. And, and yeah, I mean, we, we start off with that very initial part of it. That's how people, we don't get to now greet them at the door and say, oh, how yeah. are you doing this evening? And, you know, so we that want to make sure. Door. That's your front store. That's, that's, that's your our gateway. Front, right? yeah. mm-hmm. So we yeah. wanted to make sure that that was on point and, and gave a really good customer experience uh, as well as honestly, like we do, and it's a ton of work, but we do all the photography every single week for all the brand new dishes. Do you really? Yeah. Wow. So we come up, we do our, our what we call menu jams. Uh, and they're just like little jam sessions where we sit down, we start batting out, you know, food ideas, uh, making sure it kind of fits in with our parameters that we know now how to set ourselves out in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we uh, basically, you know, do the recipe development. We uh, we get the food, try it out, make sure it works. Um, and then we take the photos um, so that we can have it on the web, uh, website when we upload the, the brand new menu. All right. So in closing, let's let's give people some, some basic information like, uh, you know, your... Your website, phone number, email, Instagram, whatever you want to give up, give it up. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, I mean, we deal primarily through uh, the website and email. So that's readymealsolutions.com. And again, that's ready, R-E-D-E, mealsolutions.com. Same thing for our Instagram, readymealsolutions. Uh, And for our email, it's ready, R-E-D-E, at readymealsolutions.com you guys are hilarious as you're speaking these two are looking at you just nodding their heads <laughs> yeah, yeah. With, every, right. with every letter right? <laughs> yeah and then I just thought of another new tagline man give it a crack and you'll be back <laughs> <laughs> who is this guy I'm not sure right now. every day okay, no. every yeah. day sorry radio no do over <laughs> You guys are awesome thanks for coming in man appreciate, appreciate it. it thanks for having us thanks for having me thanks Kevin that is Gordon, Tracy, and Sean from Ready Meal Solutions. Find them at readymealsolutions.com. I'll be back next week with more food talk, and hopefully the Jets will be into round four. Talk next week. This is 680 CJOB.